Hello and welcome to the Temple Bar Tradfest podcast. I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. And we're coming to you live from the Oliver St. John Gogarty in Temple Bar in Dublin, Ireland. It's the height of the summer and overall we've been having a pretty good one here in Dublin. And if we're both a bit giddy this week, it's because we're counting down to two of the year's biggest festivals and events on the music calendar. The Milwaukee Irish Fest and Fla Hjol na Heron Kieran. Yes indeed Ruth, more on those later. But first we're going to take some live music from one of Ireland's finest young talents. She describes herself as indie electronic folk and she played a sold out concert at Tradfest in January. Her name is Alva Reddy and we expect even bigger things from her in 2020 because she's just about to record her debut album. Well in the meantime here she is recorded live at the Pepper Canister Church and we leave it to Alva herself to introduce this song. This next song is old. It's called Never Love and it was on an EP I released last year. There's some information. I don't have any of them for sale because I'm disorganized. But they're on Spotify. These drugs are sensory, attached to memory like I attach myself to you. Late nights, strong fights, waking up in your little room It was only you, only you I never held you like I do the empty bed I never noticed you like the loneliness I never loved you
That was Alba Ruddy there with Never Loved You. That was recorded live at a sold-out concert during Tradfest here in Dublin in Ireland last January. And what I loved about the gig of Alba's was that it was just herself and her guitar, completely stripped back to that beautiful event. A rare and special event, if I could say that, that we were delighted to record for you to enjoy. Thanks to Alva for letting us share that recording and thanks indeed to all the artists we feature for allowing us to share their music here on the Tradfest podcast. And we're delighted to be joined by a special guest here in the Oliver St. John Gogarty, Sean Burke from the Porterhouse Group. You're very welcome, Sean. Lovely to be here. Those of you listening who've been lucky enough to visit Temple Bar will know the Porterhouse on Parliament Street, which caused a sensation when it opened in 1996 in Dublin because it was the first place where you were drinking beer made on the premises but a lot has happened since then Sean. Indeed it has Kieran. the company has grown quite spectacularly in some cases we are an intercontinental company now we have uh, bars in London and in New York we also have a small chain of tapas bars and I suppose for the people might know us mostly nowadays for our gin or dingle gin we also have a distillery down in uh, down in dingle down in the wilds of west kerry where we produce gin vodka and whiskey interesting about the gin actually because oliver who was oliver hughes who was the boss man there he seemed to know what was coming down the line because he was almost ahead of the game when it came to making gin oliver always had a uh, I suppose a knack for um, a true entrepreneurial character who always kind of knew what was coming around the corner before the rest of us did the idea of the distillery was was one that was very close to his heart for a very long time. Oliver's barrel was barrel number one and we wouldn't empty that one. Although Oliver certainly did try it very well to do so when he would come down. Um, but the second barrel we actually launched, we released and it was unfortunately the only actual whiskey released that Oliver was alive to see, which was very sad. But we had a wonderful, um, we had a wonderful day getting everything ready and all the panic and chaos of getting this all done. But it all, it all turned out all right on the night. We were able to have a big launch and he was absolutely delighted. I'm sure wonderful toast to his memory and uh, continuing that entrepreneurial spirit really uh, you've opened a new music venue down near Trinity College. We have, we've just opened it up atop of uh, Porterhouse Central, we've now opened Lost Lane to focus on a lot of Irish acts a lot of either up and coming acts or some more established acts as well, I know Scullion were playing there last night, Smoko was texting me looking for free tickets and I couldn't get him one. Well it's going to be well on the beaten track because we will be hosting some concerts there for Tradfest in lastly in Tradfest 2020 including a very special gig with some of Ireland's finest new singer-songwriters but more of that uh, at another time that should be absolutely fantastic and we're looking forward to it we also have the Tradfest Oliver Hughes Milwaukee Irish Festival Bursary named after your late great founder this prize is funding Susan O'Neill's trip to the Milwaukee Irish Fest next week and we're hoping but I'm going to ask the question will you be running that uh, bursary again for Tradfest 2020? Oh we will we most certainly will like Oliver was always music mad every time he'd be down in the distillery he'd take over the PA system and then he'd start pumping songs out of his phone on it we'd know, we, we, we knew sometimes that's how we knew he was here um, but music was always very close to his heart and he, he, he once told me one, you know, I said Oliver what, what happens when you, know, you retire and when you do that he says I'm just going to listen to music morning, noon and night uh, just live in this I'm going to find some albums and live in them and um, so it's always meant a lot to him and the, fa- like the support that he's had through the bars, through getting you know, Irish accent and the bands and all of that, it's, it's always really meant a lot to him to say that he could help just help some talented young people on their way up to their careers as well. So we will most certainly be uh, running that bursary again and hopefully 
uh, well on into the future as well. Wonderful to have you here with us today, Sean. And the Porterhouse have been a great, the Porterhouse group have been a great supporter of Tradfest from day one. And you did mention about the bursary, the Tradfest Oliver Hughes Milwaukee Irish Festival bursary. Um, we'll also be sending Susan O'Neill over to the States next week. Um, and there's lots of great Irish acts who are going to be playing Milwaukee, which is the biggest Irish festival of the year. Back West are also going to be playing their exclusive live music from them now, recorded at Tradfest earlier this year. So here they are, Back West, with the Flying Dodger. West, they're recorded live at the Workman's Club in Dublin with the Flying Dodger from their Heritage Hall album. That track actually was written by the great Liz Carroll from Chicago, who has added so many great tunes to the Trad Canon Ruth. She has indeed, Kieran, and another band who are going to be hopping on a jet plane to go and play at the Milwaukee Irish Fest this year are Boxing Banjo, featuring brothers Dara and Mick Healy from Castlebar in County Mayo, plus Joe McNulty and Sean O'Mara. They went down a storm here at Tradfest in January of this year, and just like Back West, they landed themselves a booking for Milwaukee Irish Fest as well so here are Boxing Banjo in full swing from their showcase at the Workman's Club during Tradfest
Boxing banjo there with the slug, the chapel bell and Lock Mountain recorded at our showcase event during Tradfest. Now, we run these showcases during Tradfest in association with Culture Ireland and I'm proud to say actually that they work. Great new Irish acts play at Tradfest and then they get booked to play all around the world as a result. Huge success from our showcase last year. Susan O'Neill, Backwest and Boxing Banjo are just three examples from this year's showcases. Wonderful talent emerging and long may it continue. Well, other Irish acts who are going to be playing Milwaukee Irish Fest this year include a very special Making Waves showcase of Galway acts featuring We Banjo 3, the Kane sisters Liz and Yvonne, Leo Morn and Porrick Stevens, plus the Wileways. And this showcase is all about highlighting Galway in the run-up to their culture capital celebrations of 2020. Galway 2020. The wonderful Eva Scott, who we had on the show a few weeks ago, will also be in Milwaukee. So too will Connla, Emma Langford, the High Kings, Moxie, Realta, Tommy Sands and many, many more. And I believe that you'll be heading over yourself, Ruth. I am. It'll be my second time to visit Milwaukee Irish Fest and I'm really looking forward to it especially given the fact that I am a Galway woman and there's going to be so much Galway talent there. Um, I think it's the snug stage they're going to be at and of course the Temple Bar Tradfest showcases as well. Oh yeah, but Milwaukee is just such a wonderful event. I was there myself going back over the years. I got to Milwaukee last year, but I'm hoping actually in 2020 even to make it out to uh, the Milwaukee Irish Fest myself. Well, we'd be like ships in the night, Kieran, because you'll, you'll be at the FLA this year as well in Drogheda. Tell me about what you'll be up to. I know you'll be running Skolegshe as, as well as your uh, Cayley House events and all of that. What else do you have on the cards? Well, while you'll be having the crack in Milwaukee, I will indeed be in Drogheda for the FLA. We had a wonderful event there last year year actually and all week I will be involved in Scholarship and then up to the following Sunday where the Senior Kelly Band competition will be in the Dome and I was just watching some of the results from the Provincial Flas this year and I do see one or two or three or four even different names emerging that will be taking part in that Senior Kelly Band competition so that's in the Dome the final Sunday night it's like the 1500 metres at the Olympics it's the Blue Ribbon event. I see the spark coming in your eye it, it is it's the highlight for you of the oh, Flower Weekend, is it? Definitely. Uh, there's just such excitement. It's amazing to see the build-up around it. I'm always backstage just chatting to the band leaders or members of the band to find out who is who and who is new uh, in the outfits this year or what music has changed, you know. And just that build-up. bit of tension as well, I have yeah. to say. But the build-up. And it's like being at, you know, a game in Croke Park because each band has its own set of followers in there amongst the 2,000 crowd. And they all have their own cheerleaders out there. Plus, it's a, an event that is not there's no microphones involved yeah. in any of this none of that it's just playing out to 1800 people to 2000 people in an audience that's wonderful that's old, amazing. old style <laughs> old style and the reason they do this is so that there won't be any bias in the sound that's produced by the bands so everybody plays under the same conditions brilliant now I know for years of interviewing the bands it's very challenging to be up there and they have all these tactics about pulling in tight lads bunching in in the middle of the field ground right, hurling mind your teeth oh, exactly <laughs> yeah exactly you know, so it's just an incredible event one that's not to be really missed and it's, it's an amazing thing that you know transatlantically the two biggest Irish music events happening at the same weekend so we'll have to be texting one another to keep up to date of what's going on 
That's for this year, but my understanding is that next year the FLA is actually going to change a little. That's why I feel I'm going to get to Milwaukee next ah. year because I think the FLA is coming forward by because a week when it maybe goes to Mullingar. Because the All Ireland hurling final, is it? I think there's something to do with the clashing, maybe. Well, the hurling and football are on a kind of a three year mm. cycle mm-hmm. anyway, so they're going to change or whatever after next year. They may even go back to September. But I think it has more to do with kids getting back to school and visitors from overseas having to be back and having their kids at schools or whatever. Of course, so the, the school year is starting earlier and earlier it's kind of encroaching into August the whole time so that's a big influencer let's say here for FLA now I know you'll have lots of official capacities at the FLA but will you be bringing your banjo as well will you have it on your back for fear you might get asked to play a tune I've never been at a FLA yet without the banjo (laughs) anyway and yeah I'll always have it because you know there's the Scullingshire tutors uh, I mean very much involved with them and each night maybe when we get back to our hotel there's always a few tunes and I just love that the FLA has this thing that musicians meet kind of once a Mm. year you know, particular musicians might meet once a year. I see them gathering myself for years, the likes of John Regan and Patsy Maloney. They won't see each other for a year, but they'll meet at the FLA, you know. Yeah. And it's similar with the Scullature tutors. Yes, they might meet individually throughout the year, but when they get back together for the FLA, all in the same hotel, and just the tunes are brilliant. It's like a musical mecca, good. isn't it? Oh, it certainly yeah. is, and it's our own private one at that. <laughs> <laughs> a VIP club. Come here, you mentioned the Scullature tutors, and there is a concert on on the Thursday night in the Augustinian Church. What can people expect from that? Well, the absolute cream of talent in traditional music, they're all joining us to teach at Skull Lakeshire. It's just one of those events that, you know, there's a fantastic loyalty. An awful lot of uh, our leading performers, let's say, in traditional music will be there. And they, for the most part, a lot of them would have gone through the Skull Lakeshire process themselves and they come back to give back a bit during the week at the All Ireland Flash. So it's quite something. So they'll be there on the night and it'll be the pure sound of traditional music. It's Wonderful. musicians performing in solo, duets or trios. So it's kept to kind of that minimum so you hear the pure thing. You That's know? brilliant. And mm. it's great that it has that continuation as well. Like you said, people who've gone through the Skolegsha kind of ranks and now coming back to, to feed back into the, the system. And I find it amazing because when we do, you know, we'd, we'd always kind of recruit new teachers mm-hmm. each year. And when you go to them like this, just that sort of the whole romance of being back and they'll probably be working alongside people who taught them when they were passing through originally as students well of course there's a rake of other official events at the FLA which started on Saturday including a gala concert tomorrow night on Tuesday uh, with Johnny Fien Barry Devlin Jim Lockhart and Ray Fien of Horselips and my old buddies I went to New York with them uh, earlier in the year and they're, they're sounding so brilliant like it's incredible to see them get up on stage and bring all those hits back for quiet old lads they're great aren't they <laughs> <laughs> now I wouldn't be saying that, that that's very ageist of you Kieran. Um, no they're, they're just sounding brilliant and there's such love for them as well uh, as a band you know to see that uh, also just to name a couple of other great acts that are going to be appearing uh, on Tuesday night Four Men and a Dog plus Stockton's Wing and any chance you'll be dragged up for a bit of a reunion for the Ex- wing exclusive here <laughs> no not a hope they'll be doing their gig I'll be working that of night course. so that's the Tuesday night So, but it'll be a great night that's a fantastic lineup for a one yeah. night of music uh, at the flats really brilliant wonderful and speaking of guest stars I saw a photo during the week of the wing back in your day I believe Kieran, and you were sharing a stage with none other than Frank Sinatra old blue eyes yeah, I'm not sure if I spoke about this before but Sinatra himself didn't come on stage with us his band was on there but we were actually performing with Sammy Davis Jr mm. because we had played at a party the night before 
uh, they, they, this what was called the ultimate event in Lansdowne Road as it was at the time. Uh, they did two nights there and we were playing at a party in the Horseshoe House in Balls Bridge and just playing at a party they, this was an exclusive thing I saw some very leading people in Irish society being asked to leave because they weren't on the guest list you know and Sinatra was in there, he arrived and acknowledged us and listened to the few tunes we were playing. Eliza Manelli was in the company, she came over and thought this was so cute, you know, <laughs> and she moved on and took her seat. And then uh, Sammy Davis arrived with his entourage and he got into the music. He sat up at a bar beside us and then he sat down with us and started chatting about the music, the rhythms and all of that. And then he asked us, you know, if we'd perform with him on stage because he wanted to do a tap dance to a couple of tunes that we were playing. So that's how it all started, yeah. Isn't that brilliant? That was fantastic after that and Sammy Davis Jr. himself in fairness uh, after the second night he just came back to thank us because we had thanked him the first night he came back to thank us and he said remember guys this is a two way street here because we were delighted with the gig he said I'm getting quite a lot of kudos out of this as well so don't ever forget that so you know he was very very generous yeah and mm. these big American stars of course we, we found out recently with Brendan Grace had a, had a friendship with Frank Sinatra as well didn't he that actually yeah, that started on the exact same night because oh, really? Brendan was, uh, was there that night because I remember uh, there was a kind of trepidation around the place was Brendan going to do the father of the bride because right. of, of Sinatra's kind of you know sort of attachment let's say to alcohol and he, he was kind of being advised that he shouldn't maybe but he did it and that just drove Sinatra absolutely wild absolutely yes, so he fell in love with him at the time great stories mm. we'll, we'll hear more from you throughout <laughs> the year no yeah, doubt yeah. there's more in the yeah. file to, to be divulged well going back to the flag again there's lots more concerts we have Brendan Begley Cormac Begley Zoe Conway and John McIntyre and many more all information for that bumper gig list on coltas.ie c-o-m-h-a-l-t-a-s.ie I see the Martin Hayes Quartet too they'll be playing at the flat tonight and on Wednesday they're at the Kilkenny Arts Festival and on Saturday Martin Hayes and Dennis Cahill and friends also play the Kilkenny Arts Festival a massive massive week for Irish music here in Ireland with the FLA and over in the States as well with the Milwaukee Irish Fest and we want to say a big thank you to irishmusicmagazine.com for their help with this week's gig guide as always well that's nearly all we have time for today but before I go I want to remind you that Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company a not-for-profit collective who manage and promote Temple Bar Dublin's cultural quarter until next week's episode of the Temple Bar Tradfest podcast from the Oliver St. John Gogarty I'm Kieran Hamrahan and I'm Ruth Smith and as always thanks a million to you for listening in and we're leaving you with Derry Farrell now recorded live during Tradfest at the City Assembly Rooms here in Dublin Thanks a million. Slán. I met a guy. Did anybody ever meet a guy called Cal McConnell? Well, you need to meet him. He's very funny. He's a great little man. He's a fantastic flute player and he's a great memory for songs and a fantastic repertoire of songs. And he came to stay with me and me mum and dad one night in, uh, in our place. Uh, and it was a total disaster. We had a great crack off the we had. But he gave me this next song, anyway, that's the, that's the short version of the story, you'll be all glad to know. But he gave me this version of a song called Fergie McCormick, about a, a rugby player who came from New Zealand, everybody. And uh, he's, uh, I believe he's still alive, actually, he's a real person. But um, he was walking home from uh, work, probably, one day, who cares? Anyway, what happened was, is, uh, he came across a bit of an accident that had taken place. And he came and everybody thought that he, he showed up to save the day because he was a saviour on the pitch. They were saying he could be a saviour just throughout life. Like, you know, so. Would you like to hear the song? Thank God, because I'm going to sing it. 
Old Fergie McCormick, he was walking one day when he noticed a building on fire. And the screams of a lady could plainly be heard as the building had smoldered even higher. Oh, the trembling lady was clutching a baby and the building was ten stories high. It could plainly be seen that both she and her baby, they were certainly doomed for to die. Well, the firemen were there with their ropes and big ladders and they were holding a big trampoline. And they were trying to entice this young lady to jump, but indeed she wasn't very keen. Well, her baby was too small to survive such a fall, and she didn't refuse to let go. Oh, what could they do? They were all in a stew as they helplessly gazed from below. Well, along came a hero, old Fergie McCormick, says he, throw your baby to me. Oh, indeed, I will catch it, and from death I will snatch it, and safe in my arms he will be. Oh, his masculine arms, and that big full max charms, laid down on this young lady, I can't look at you. Well, she said, bless you, Fergie, as she tossed her baby over the side, as her eyes filled with tears. Well, the rest of this story, it can long be remembered in history throughout all the land. As that baby came down and the crowd gathered round, oh, it landed safely in Fergie's arms. He's rescued the child, said the crowd going wild, but the excitement was clearly too much. As the young gazed in wonder, with a swift up and under, he kicked 14 meters to touch. Thanks. Nice.